Kafarishvat. Sadiq, his life. 191.65 The story of the melancholy saint. Story number 16. About the Sadiq who once became very depressed and brought himself out of it by reminding himself about God's great love in not making me a Gentile is recorded as I myself heard it from the Rebbe. Another of the Rebbe's followers told me he heard the story in a slightly different form. The Rebbe related that there was a very great Sadiq who was a master of accounting. Each day he would think over carefully about what he had accomplished in his devotions that day. Once he was thinking about what he was supposed to do that day and found he had not fulfilled his obligation. He was supposed to walk back and forth in his house a certain number of times, this being one of the devotions required of a man on his exalted level. But he found that he had not done so enough that day. As a result, he felt extremely low. He became so depressed that he found it impossible to pull himself out of it. Only when he began thinking about how God did not make me a Gentile was he able to revive himself. There was another small change in the way the Rebbe told the story, which I do not remember. You can understand the great level of the tzaddik in the story when you consider that this very walking back and forth in the house was for him a very high devotion, to the point that when he had achieved a little less than what he felt he should have done, he was so disappointed. He was virtually unable to pull himself up until he reminded himself that he did not make me a Gentile. From this, you can get a little insight into the devotions of the tzaddikim and the disappointment that they feel if they sense a lack of achievement. 192.66 Related to the story number 17, Two Palaces. When a person serves God but is still on the level of a slave, he is still cursed. But there is also a concept of a slave who serves in holiness, such as Moses, servant of God. Know that there is a mitzvah by means of which it is possible to emerge from the level of a slave, the mitzvah of redeeming captives. Pidyon Shvuyim His Wisdom, 63 Different things are respected in different lands. When something new emerges, it does so with both good and evil. The good might be minimal, but the bad appears to be good, so that it is impossible to determine whether it is good or bad. Thus it may continue to be esteemed. In our lands, for example, miracle workers enjoy high status. Many such miracle workers are true tzaddikim, but now there are also many frauds. When something is respected, even a fraudster can be successful at it. He can be totally incompetent as long as he has the desire and ambition. It also depends on where you begin. Suppose you want to play the miracle worker. If you start where the general populace believes such things, you will be successful. Once you have a reputation among the gullible, even the skeptics will follow you. If you begin in a place of skeptics where you are ridiculed, you will not have a chance, 
For example, in places like Germany, miracle workers are not accepted. But begin where you are respected, and once you have a reputation, even skeptics will be your followers. The same is true of particular customs of the Tzadikim in our lands. There are other places where these customs are unheard of. In Muslim lands, for example, the religious leaders have the title of Chacham and do not have anything that even resembles such customs. In our area, certain customs are accepted as being the hallmark of a tzaddik. Anyone can adopt these ways and be accepted as a tzaddik. May God reveal the truth. Amen. The very fact that miracles are accepted in certain places can actually make them occur. But this is not always the case. Fear of God A. A person who constantly binds himself to the fear of God and is always conscious of Him is forgiven for all his sins. A person who is God-fearing will certainly listen to the tzaddikim. He will also attain trust in God. Those who fear God, he rewards them with peace. A person who lacks the fear of God does not follow in his ways. Through fear of God, one attains truth. A God-fearing person never falls from his spiritual level, but consistently advances. When a person has the wisdom of God in his heart, people revere him. When something happens that frightens everyone, the God-fearing person remains unafraid. He even sees this thing as a reason to rejoice. Rikute Moharan 1, Lesson 38.10 This is the explanation of what the Tana related. A cedar tree fell in our vicinity. It was so large that sixteen wagons passed over it at its sharp point. The explanation for this is as follows. It is known that the true tzaddik is called a cedar of Lebanon. Psalms 92.13 And he serves God with great attachment and intellect. And even when this tzaddik falls to a lower level, the level on which he is now is still an extremely high one, compared with all the rest of the tzaddikim. This is the meaning of a cedar tree fell in our vicinity, namely, that a true tzaddik fell in his level of comprehension of God, who is called the place of the world, and even though this tzaddik's level is still very great, for him it represents a fall. Here, the Tana speaks in praise of the tzaddik of the generation. This tzaddik is as ashamed of his level as if he committed a sin, because for this tzaddik, being at this lower level is considered a fall, and he then repents for this as if he actually had sinned. Consequently, this tzaddik feels tremendous shame, which is the light of tefillin, and his intellect and mental faculties are thereby sharpened even more. Thus he gains new and greater recognition and awareness in his conception of God. The explanation on the second part of what the Tana related, that sixteen wagons passed over it at its again, that sixteen wagons passed over it at its sharp point is as follows. The renewal of his intellect through Torah study, that is, which the tzaddik received through Torah study, 
is alluded to by the number 16. For the Torah is called 16 in that this number is associated with the Torah's root, which is the tablets received by Moses at Mount Sinai. Since the tablets contained the Ten Commandments, and their measurements were 16 handbreadths long by 16 handbreadths wide, the phrase passed over, avru, suggests the idea of revelation as it is written, God passed over, ve'avar, to smite Egypt, which Unkelos translates as, God was revealed. Thus, 16 wagons, kiranot, passed over it at its sharp point, alludes to the idea that by sharpening and renewing the intellect that the tzaddik received from the Torah, which is called 16, the shining, kerun, of the skin of the face is revealed. The shining of the skin of the face is the shame that the tzaddik feels, and shame is the aspect of tefillin. He then feels even more shame as he gains new recognition of the greatness of the Creator. All this applies to every person as well. By renewing the intellect in Torah study, a person thereby reaches a greater recognition of God's greatness and feels greater shame over his sins. This is the essence of repentance. Thus does one merit the light of tefillin, which is the concept of the tree of life. 11. Each person must extend the holiness of Shabbat, which is the concept of shame, as the letters of Bereshit in the beginning can be transposed to spell Yare Boshet, fear, shame, and Yare Shabbat, fear, Shabbat. Fear and the light of the tefillin to sanctify the other six days of the week. As we find in the Mechilta, remember the Shabbat, Zechoret Yom HaShabbat, remember it from the first day of the week. To the same degree that a person infuses the six weekdays with holiness, so is the impurity of the primordial snake, the end of all flesh, Kitz Korbasar, which is associated with the raging storm wind, is dispelled. In turn, speech ascends to its source. By sanctifying the six weekdays through the 39 types of labor, which are the 39 curses brought on by the impurity of the snake, it will seem to you during the six weekdays as if now too is my holy day, the Shabbat. The Burger and the Pauper Taking all this, the pirate set off to the land where the emperor's daughter was. When he came to her city, he docked his ship and cast anchor. He presented himself as a great merchant and people came to buy all kinds of precious goods. He remained there for somewhat more than a quarter of a year, while people brought home the beautiful merchandise they had bought from him. The emperor's daughter also wanted to buy from him, and she sent a message asking him to send his wares to her. He replied with a message that he has no need to bring his wares to a buyer's home, even if she is the emperor's daughter. Whoever wants his goods must come to him. A merchant cannot be compelled to do otherwise. The emperor's daughter decided to go to him. Whenever she went out, she would place a veil over her face so that people would not be able to see her. Otherwise, they would faint because of her beauty. She therefore covered her face. The emperor's daughter went out with her face covered 
and she took companions with her. A troop of guards escorted her. She went to the merchant, who was actually the pirate, bought some of his wares, and was ready to go on her way. If you come back, said the merchant, I will show you even more beautiful articles. They are truly amazing. With that, she went home. Outpouring of the Soul, 48, Various Lessons When one of his great followers was young, the Rebbe told him that during his meditation, he should speak to each part of his body. He was to explain to each limb how all bodily desires are meaningless. The destiny of every man is death, when the body is brought to the grave. All parts of the body will then decay. The Rebbe told him to speak in this way to each part of the body. After trying this practice for a while, the follower complained to the Rebbe that his body was not listening to all of his arguments and words. The Rebbe said, Remain strong in this practice and do not abandon it. You will eventually see the result of these words. The follower listened to the Rebbe's advice and did as he had been instructed. Eventually, when he would speak to an individual part of his body, that limb was so responsive to his words that it would become totally paralyzed, left without any power or feeling at all. This could actually be seen in the case of such external limbs as the fingers and toes. When he would speak to his vital internal organs, such as the heart, he would have to speak very little, so the organ would not lose all vitality. Letter 97 We appear to be doing well as far as ink and paper are concerned, but I have no way of getting olive oil. Please send some quickly, either on Wednesday with the post, or at least no later than Thursday, so that I will not have to think about it at all on Friday, God willing. Meanwhile, you have gained a great profit from the paper and ink in the form of this whole letter, which is enclosed here. I never intended to write so much, but your strong desire had its effect, and the ink flowed very nicely through the pen into the paper. Thank God who has helped us this far. This is one of the many gifts of salvation and relief that I spoke about above. The idea of, in my pain you sent me relief. And it is a wondrous gift of salvation and relief indeed, because our letters are precious cures, since they all flow forth from the spring which emanates from the house of God. All its fruit is good to eat, and its leaves are leaves of healing. The leaves are the paper, which comes in leaves and sheets, and it is on them that we write all the holy books of the Holy Torah, which heal us and are our life eternally. Nothing the same. Letter 98 with thanks to God, Sunday Vayechi, 5593, Breslov. Warm greetings to you, my dear beloved son, Rabbi Yitzchak. May his light shine. I received your letter just now, along with the letter to Turin. It was very good the way you wrote that letter to Turin. Thank God, I gave you the opportunity to perform such a great mitzvah in making peace between such a couple. May God make you worthy of enjoying this mitzvah's dividends in this world, 
by allowing you to become a truly religious and righteous man. And may the principle remain in store forever. Letter number 328. With thanks to God. Sunday night, Vayetze, 5601. My dear beloved son, I received your letters, one of them through Rabbi David, along with the precious letter from Lvov, which I have waited and hoped for so much. Thank God who has helped us thus far. May he continue to have mercy on us, and may he help us, for his name's sake, to finish the project completely, in accordance with his will and the will of those who fear him. Today as well I received a letter from you, along with the ten gold coins. They arrived at just the right time too, because my house is empty at the moment. I just depend on God every day, and in his wondrous kindness, I am certain that he will not abandon me. I also received the pudle, the small container, and the seal, and I am pleased with both of them. May God repay your deed and give you full reward by allowing you to hold vigil at the doors of Hotlon, by allowing you to hold vigil at the doors of Torah study and God's service and happiness and joy forever. How I cherish it whenever you write to me that you are inspiring yourself with the Rebbe's holy books. This is what I desire. Study them over and over. Even beyond what you wrote, they inspire and give life to a person tremendously, both in revealed ways and in ways that we cannot perceive. It is beyond all calculation. If only we could get together many times a year, for sometimes, when I am not expecting it, God helps me speak, and I say wondrous awesome things, which are vital to the life and sustenance of the soul. How I long for you to be able to hear them too. But nonetheless, it is also very good that you long for the truth from there, and especially that you inspire yourself with the Rebbe's holy books, which contain every eternal good for every person in the world, on any level and at any time. Ashreinu. How fortunate are we that we merited to elicit in our times awesome Torah teachings such as these, which are our entire hope and existence now. May God finish for us for the best. The words of your father, sending greetings to your learned person and praying for you. Nathan Abraslov Shemot HaTzadikim Names of Tanaim and Amoraim Yud Rabbi Oshia Rabbi Oshia de Dare de Rabbi Elezar Rabbi Oshia de Usha Rabbi Oshia Mehutzar Rabbi Oshia Baryanai Rabbi Yeva Saba Yeva Chamoa de Ashian Bar Nidbach Rabbi Yeva Bar Yossi Rabbi Yuda Bavli Yuda Ben Tabai Rabbi Yuda Ben Betera Rabbi Yuda ben Oshel Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakai, Rabbi Yuda Akoen, Rabbi Yuda ben Abba, Rabbi Yuda ben Baba, Measara Haruge Malchut, Rabbi Yuda ben Dama, Measara Haruge Malchut, Abba Yuda, Rabbi Yuda Boshem, Yuda Ishkvar Bartota, Yuda ben Dostai, Rabbi Yuda ben Patiri, Rabbi Yuda ben Petora, Rabbi Yehuda ben Gudgada, Rabbi Yehuda ben Guria, Rabbi Yehuda ben Patirosh, Rabbi Yehuda ben Gadish, Yehuda Ishkvar Ako, 
רבי יהודה בן אגרא, רבי יהודה בן פפוס, רבי יהודה בן גמליאל, רבי יהודה בר נחמיה או נחמן, רבי יהודה הנחתום, רבי יהודה בן תמר, רבי יהודה הנחתום, רבי יהודה בן תמר, רבי יהודה בן שמוע, רבי יהודה האנטוטי, רבי יהודה נאנטוריה, רבי יהודה בן יאיר, רבי יהודה בר אלאי, רבי יהודה בן רועץ, רבי יהודה איש טבעים, רבי יהודה הנשיא, הוא רבי, הוא רבנו הקדוש. רבי יהודה הנשיאה, רבי יהודה בן נקוסה, יהודה חייתה, רבי יהודה הגזר, יהודה בר חייה, רבי יהודה בן לקיש, תנד ברייתא, יהודה בר חייה, רבי יהודה בן לקיש, תנד ברייתא, רבי יהודה בן מנסיה, רבי יהודה בן גרים, רבי יהודה איש הוציאה, רבי יהודה בן גדיה, רבי יהודה בן נירון, רבי יהודה בן פדיה, רבי יהודין ברבי, רבי יהודה בר חנינה, רבי יהודה בר חנין, יהודה גרוגרות, רבי יהודין בר בריאתי דרבי שמעון בר יוחאי. 1. And help me to quickly eradicate my trait of anger, so that nothing will ever make me angry. May your anger not smoke against us. May we clarify, soften, and purify the smoke until it turns into gentle spirit of holiness. In this way, may the spirit of Mashiach be drawn upon us. May he come soon to redeem us forever. And may a great life force of holiness coming from above and below, be drawn upon us. Open your hand and satisfy us with your favor. Revive us with your compassion. Generously provide us with your sustenance before we need it, for our eyes are turned to you alone. May the verse be realized in us, you open your hand and satisfy the will of every living being. Guard us from every sort of flaw and sin. May we contemplate the teaching of our sages. Where have we come from? From a malodorous drop. Where are we going to? To a place of dust and worms. And before whom shall we give an accounting of ourselves? Before the King of Kings, the Holy One, blessed be He. Guide me so that I will quickly regret and repent of all my sins and misdeeds that I have committed, whether by accident or on purpose, against my will or willingfully, in thought, speech, or deed, in potentiality or in actuality. Hashem, gracious and forgiving God, for your sake and your name, forgive my sin, for it is great. Be with me from this moment on, Help me to turn away from evil so that I will no longer disobey your words and your will in the slightest way. Help me to keep all your commandments lovingly 
so that I will bring into actuality all holy matters as you desire. In this way, may I draw down abundance and a new life force into actuality at every moment. May all worlds be renewed and maintained through me by means of the new life force that I draw down at every moment from the two words in your holy names, Havaya and Adnut. May I draw down onto myself a double portion of the spirit of the true tzaddikim. God, create a pure heart within me. Renew a proper spirit within me. Do not cast me aside from before you. Do not take the spirit of your holiness away from me. Bring back to me the joy of your salvation. Support me with a generous spirit, for you are the God of my salvation. May your good spirit guide me in a pleasant land. Answer us. God, compassionate Father, act for the sake of your forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who revealed your divinity in the world and toiled all their lives to bring people back from their sin and serve you. In their merit, you chose and elevated their offspring from all the nations, and you gave us your holy Torah through your prophet Moses, the faithful one of your house. Act for their sake and for the sake of all the great Trutzadikim who came after them, all of whom toiled throughout their lives with a single goal, to bring your strayed children back to you. You know the desire of their hearts and the suffering they endure throughout their lives for our sake. Hashem, you who recall our compassionate forefathers, act for their sake and bring their goals to fruition. Help them to bring into actuality all that they began and desire to accomplish for our sake. Do so not for us, but for you and for them. May we quickly achieve everything that we have asked of you. Our King, do not send us away empty-handed. Graciously answer us. Hear the voice of our prayer, for you compassionately heed the prayers of every individual of your nation, the Jewish people. Blessed are you who hears prayers. Baruch Shomei